Hey y'all, welcome to the Memoirs of a Sinner, a personal growth podcast by Her King. Recently, I charged one of my credit cards and I charged it greatly. <laughs> and so after I charged it, I'm like, oh, like this cannot hit my credit report. I got to figure out how to get this money by tomorrow <laughs> and put this on that card because this, like, I don't want this to affect my credit score the way it's going to affect it if it posts to my credit report. And so because I knew that God was not going to allow me to get a traditional job and he's not going to let me run my website. I just started weighing my options. What can I do? Like, and stay holy. (laughs) What can I do to get this money by tomorrow? And so um, I gave DoorDash a try. And for those of you that aren't familiar with DoorDash, when you dash, you pick a zone. And what they will do is they will try to tempt you offering you uh, because they know that you're dashing for money you're you're doing this in exchange for money and so what they would try to do is they will tempt you with offers um outside of your zone driving outside of your zone so that it benefits them because you're going to go do the delivery but you take a hit because you're outside of your zone. And when you're outside of your zone, you don't get the benefits of being in your zone, which is those additional orders you get when you stay in your zone, your your orders will come a little more back to back. You wouldn't be going through these waiting periods, as many waiting periods, or you wouldn't have to wait. You wouldn't have to drive all the way back into your zone before you start getting orders again. And so that you can start doing deliveries. And so a part of that, they not only do you exchange money for going outside of your zone, but you take a double hit because most of the time, the money that you're going to earn for going outside of the zone, it's going to cost you that to get back into the zone, right? And so First Kings chapter 13 tells a story of a man um he's a man of god he was sent by god to go and he's from judah and he god gave him a word and told him to go to bethel to the king of bethel who don't know how to act and give him the word that he that he's sending him with for judgment and so because the man the man of god came to the king of bethel with a word of judgment the king is in his feelings right mad because of the judgment that God gave against him and so he tries to have the man arrested but the hand that he stretched out when he tried to order the man be arrested withered and so then he goes and asks the man of God who he was just trying to put in jail he goes and asks him he's like hey can you plead for God for me plead to God for me and uh have him restore my hand (laughs) and so the man does it the man um goes to god and asks god to restore the king's hand and god does it as a thank you to as, as a as a thank you from the king 
to the man. He invites the man to his house to reward him. And the man tells the king, if you were to offer me half of your house, I still wouldn't go with you because God gave me specific instructions. And he told me not to eat bread or drink water while I'm here in Bethel and not to take the same route back that I came. So he's being trying to the, the king is trying to reward him for um, blessing him and by fixing his hand. And the guy's like, no, nah, God told me. God had already said, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to follow what God said. And so the man of God leaves. He leaves Bethel. He follows God's instructions. He's being obedient. And he leaves, he leaves a way that he did not come. Now, there's an old prophet in the town. And the prophet's son overheard everything that had took place between the king of Bethel and the man of God from Judah. And so he goes back and tells his father everything that happened. And his father was like, which way did he go? And so the son tells the old prophet, his father, which direction the man went in. And so the father goes after him. Now, the old man finds the man of God from Judah, who was on his way back to Judah. He finds him sitting under an oak tree. It is my assumption that if he has not made it to his destination and that he is sitting under an oak tree en route back to where he was going, he's probably tired. He's exhausted from his travels. He's tired. He's weak, right? And so at this moment, the old prophet the, comes to him and he, he tells him, um, come back to my house. Um, come, come back to my house in Bethel. And eat bread and drink, you know, come eat some bread with me, right? And so the man from Judah, the man of God, tells him, nah, you know, he told him what he told the king the first time. God told me, no, he specifically told me not to do that. Now, he had already rejected the king of Bethel because God told him not to. So here he is now rejecting the old prophet. God told me not to. The old man deceives him and tells him that God, he said, I'm a prophet too. And God told me to come tell you to come back to my house. Whew. Listen, sometimes we think not only because this, per this person is somebody who hears from God, who gets a word from God, but also because they're older, they have wisdom, but I know some of y'all know, just like I know, it's some old fools out here, okay? This goes to show you that somebody who hears from God and who you assume has some wisdom will also deceive you and take you completely off of course from what God told you to do. And so the man of God goes with the old prophet back to his home in Bethel. Now, if we just go back a little bit, we see that when the king offered him that same thing, he wouldn't go with him. He's assuming that because not only are you a prophet and you're older, so you, you have some wisdom, what God told you trumps what God told me. Instead of taking that moment to say, hold on, God speaks to me directly. Let me go talk to him. Let me, let me, let me call him. Let me, let me holler at him to see if he changed his mind so he can confirm it with me. A couple episodes back on the expectant episode, I talked about how 
when God tell God is not the author of confusion. And so when he tells one person something, he tells the other person as well. You may not know the full details, but he makes you aware of what to like to be expected, right? Of an, of an encounter. And so in this case, the man from Judah did not get a word from God. He did not get a word from God that told him that opposed what God told him the first time. He's believing that what somebody else, what God told, what God supposedly told somebody else trumps what God told him. It is at that moment when we are exhausted and we are tired and we are weak or we are trying to experience rest. We're trying to rest and get comfortable. It is at that moment when the enemy will try to come with something to deceive us, something to try to get us to backtrack, to go against what God told us to do, right? And so the man of God goes back with the old man prophet to Bethel. He sits and he has bread and he drinks water with him. And then God gives the old prophet a word. Now he really has a word. And God has the old prophet prophesy to the man of God from Judah and tell him, you're not going to make it back home. You're going to die on your way back home. And so on that man's way back home, he got killed by a lion. God knows that y'all don't know, but I'm going to let y'all know. Whenever God gives me some type of instruction, he gotta, I gotta ask 40,000 questions <laughs> on who, what, when, where, why to try to understand. And I have to try to figure out in my mind all the different ways this can go because I'm trying to, I'm trying to have some type of control. I want to know what's got that, what's about to happen. What am I getting myself into? Because God only gives us a little. He doesn't tell us the full details. Sometimes he just gives us a little nudge, you know, a little something to do. It's folks out here that's way stronger than me, though. You can hear a word from somebody that's a, a man of God, a person of God who hears from God and you believe has wisdom. Uh, you hear this word and you're like, oh, this is good. This is God. This is the holy thing. This is speaking directly to me. I'm going for it. Not me. <laughs> Not me. Right. And that's because. Like I try everything in me to just stay on course. I ain't strong enough to handle the repercussions of your actions when you do what you ain't supposed to be doing. I ain't got my back not strong enough for that no more. You know, my I'm still having back pain from the stuff I've done over the years. <laughs> ain't no way. God knew exactly what to do a couple years back to get me to surrender, to sit my tail down and be like, nah. You know, God, I'm gonna stick beside you, right? And so, me and my sisters uh, have this joke. We get on Facetime with one another, and they tell me the different stories of different things that's going on in their lives. And whenever somebody says something that they know they that they shouldn't be doing, we always tell each other, "Girl, you about to be sliding down the wall. Don't call me when you sliding down the wall, uh, because you know better. Like you, you know, you over here voicing what you gonna do, and you know." what you shouldn't do, right? To give y'all understanding on what the sliding down the wall analogy is, if you watched a 90s R&B video when they are going through a breakup and they hurt and they do that cry and they slide down the wall, 
that's what we referring to right and so my back ain't that strong <laughs> your might your back might be that strong there's some people out here with some strong backs okay they can they can keep taking the hits my back ain't strong enough to be sliding down the wall i'm gonna stick beside the lord and <laughs> in matthew chapter 12 verse verses 43 through 45 it's jesus is telling the story about what happens when you go back to something that you have been delivered from he says when an unclean spirit comes out of a man it roams through waterless places looking for rest but doesn't find any then it says i'll go back to my house that i came from and returning it finds the house it finds the house vacant swept and put in order then off it goes and brings with it seven other spirits more evil than itself and they enter and settle down there as a result that man's last condition is worse than the first and that is how it will also be with this evil generation i know valentine's day is coming up right and you you might be single you might be weak right you 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 see all the love and you you know you see other people um hanging out with a significant other or somebody that they're dating and they're going out and they're being showered with gifts and all of this stuff and you might have a weak spot right uh where you're like man you know I i would like to go on a date or hang out or do something don't allow that 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 moment of weakness to have you spin the block in a place that's gonna give you the repercussions of your actions right remember what god said to you remember the word that god gave you and stay in the zone stay in the zone that is giving you where, where you can benefit from being in the zone because once you step outside of that zone through Matthew 12, verses 43 through 45, it's literally telling you, you have already healed and, and came through something already because now you're, now you're getting back on track, right? You've already overcome something. You may be in this in-between space, but don't get off course. Don't let the enemy come and deceive you with an with a ex saying, hey, big hair, old and like liking liking all your old pics on social media you know don't don't get off course in um because your ex may have had a spirit of lying right and when we are weak we we forget all we remember is the good stuff right we do not remember the negative stuff the reason why i had to pull up out of there and heal in the first place and so when we are in this vulnerable state and we go for it they initially may have we initially may have had to heal from some lies that we were told but now we're about to because we went back to a place that we had healed from and we have recovered and we were just uh we're just in this spot where god is doing the work and he is making some some moves and opening up some doors for us so that we can walk straight through them and have all of his goodness all of his blessings it is at that moment where that spirit that you have recovered from that you have healed from comes back with something way worse i know from personal experiences 
that what it took for me to heal and get through some of the stuff I've gone through, there is no way I want to even at minimal go through go through that healing process. But most importantly, something that's seven times that, right? God knew exactly what to do <laughs> in my life to get me to sit my tail down because you ain't you ain't gotta worry about me. <laughs> you ain't gotta worry about me. I'm sticking beside the Lord. I'm staying focused. And you stay focused too. I, I'm hoping that this encourages you to remember what God told you, right? Not what God told somebody else to tell you. What did God tell you? And if somebody do come back and come and try to tell you that God told them to tell you, you know, to go do X, Y, Z, tap in with the Lord. If he spoke to you before, he'll speak to you again. He know how to reach you again. He know how to contact you again. He wants you. He doesn't want you to be out here in question. Uh, and, and he doesn't, he doesn't want you to get off course. So he, if you come ask him and say, Hey, you know, God, can you confirm that, you know, what this person is telling me is, you know, what I should be doing because it's, 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 it's opposing what you have already said to me. So I just need you to confirm it to me and God going to give you that, right? He's going to give you that because he doesn't, he wants by any means to make sure that you have what you need. So that you can live a righteous life and you can have the fullness of his goodness. I love you all in real life. If you'd like to stay connected, you can follow me on Instagram at the Insta about her. T-H-E-I-N-S-T-A-A-B-O-U-T-H-E-R. And make sure you subscribe and leave a review.